Mask gets respect. Future gets pursued. Lagger. Hell, hell, hell to the Redskins. Can you feel this passion? It's amazing. from Hollywood is the Come Hail Away podcast, the Redskins Away Game podcast, the podcast that believes that it's not wrong for three guys to be drinking mimosas, even though one guy's drinking whiskey. Yeah, I'm Matt. Uh, I'm Lonnie, uh, Lonnie Finley. I'm Mika Haney, and I'm not and, too into this mimosa right now. <laughs> and our producer, Chief Margallo. Cheers. What a Sunday. So, this week we're going to go over a little couple things here. First of all... Like, I need an IPA. We don't have IPA in the house, and we don't have fourth and one beer either. Darn it. All things are coming soon. Come on, Riggo. Hook it up. I know. John Riggins, come on now. And if anyone has his number, please text it to the show so we can get it. Email, email us at yeah, comehailaway yeah. at gmail.com. Don't just put it out there for everyone to see it. We don't want everyone to get this number. So yeah. Email us directly. DM us or something. But more importantly, we're going to talk a little bit about future plans. So starting here, how did we all meet? Most importantly, Mika, the OG, the special unicorn. How did we all meet? Uh, well, we all met at uh, Joxer Dailies. It's a bar here in Culver City uh, owned by a, uh, a British uh, Giants fan. He's also a Liverpudlian. Liverpudlian. Those of you who follow uh, English Premier League soccer. No one cares. Yeah. Well, at least not in this podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it's a bar we've been going to. I've been going to for off and on about eight years. Um, and it started in about, well, okay, 06, so maybe more than that. But I, I really didn't go for a couple of years. So um, pretty much went by how I had DirecTV for a while. <laughs> so, Word. Um, and, then, and then it became a regal thing about... 2012, 2013. So about right after RG3 was a thing. Um, oh. So I think we started meeting right around that what, time. What, was RG3 a thing? I, was, I, I missed that. Yeah, right. See, I, was, I wasn't going to Dr. Daly's for a while. To be honest, it's not even my favorite actual Redskins bar. Um, but it's where a lot of Redskins hang out. And I used to go to Hollywood Billiards, uh, 6801 Hollywood Boulevard, somewhere around there. Um, watched with a bunch of people. Then they turned that into some sort of a sports club, some sort of weird sports clubby thing that no one went to. And they went bankrupt. I they went changed. over. To Bar- I went over to Barney's afterwards. Barney's Beanery over in West Hollywood. I've been watching over there for a while with a bunch of Skins fans. And it wasn't until my homie, uh, my homie Henry Lloyd Jose, who is Filipino. Shout out. Understand the Jose thing. I, I'll learn that. Uh, but uh, he. He was going to Joxer. He's like, you stop by here. And, and I'd gone in a couple times before, so I was familiar with it. But I went there, and I was like, there's a ton of Redskins fans who are just crammed into a small, tiny, one-room bingo hall. It's not that, but it's pretty tight in there. It's not very big in there? It's not very big in there. Yeah, and all. you're not going to be like thrown away by like the accoutrement? No, none of that stuff. Or the food. The food is okay. Yeah, they give away free hot dogs. And Irish shows, nachos you know? are yeah, they're not bad. But uh, yeah, I met you guys there, and just because I'm a diehard, and you can have diehards meet, and you kind of attract to each other and stuff. Well, here, here's the thing I'm trying to actually get to, which you know nobody's helped me out with, is the fact that if 
you're listening to this podcast and at some point you're living somewhere other than the DMV, guess what? There's a website you go to. It's called Redskins Rally. You type in the area code you're going to. And this also would be good if you're going on business trips, whatever, vacation. Anytime you're not in the DMV and you Google search and you go, okay, Redskins Rally, type in whatever area code you're in. Guess what? It will come up with the closest Redskins bar to you. It's amazing. It's beautiful. If you ever want a piece of home when you're somewhere else, that's what you do. I would think even if you're not going to an actual, what the heck was that? Did someone, is it, were you chiming in? Is that your chime in moment? I think, I think Chief was trying to chime in. Chief Margala wants to explain um, why your boy yeah, has my, a Latino name. He's come to bargain. Anyway, anyway, if you, if you are, um, if you are. <laughs> In an area where you use a rally point, it doesn't have to be a football Sunday. It could be just the fact that this is a Redskins bar. So if you need to find a cool local bar, there's a chance you're going to go there and it's going to be people who are fans. That's and like 20%, 25% of our clientele there. Um, I say clientele, but, uh, you know, the people going, okay. Um, yeah, about 20, 25% of, of the people showing up there on a, on a weekly basis during the season are actually transplanted there for some reason or another uh, business trips, like you said. So you constantly see new faces in there. Um, that have heard about the bar, um, you know, in some form or fashion, usually from uh, the Redskins rally site, like you mentioned. And, uh, you know, and they get there and they, they see what it's like. I've heard it called, uh, you know, like being at a home game. So, well, uh, and I'll put it this way is that my wife and I, for example, uh, last October, that's when our anniversary is. By the way, again, and, and I know this was on the preview podcast, that's a hidden podcast that if you're listening to us, you haven't heard. Um, but, Meek and I are married. Ladies, just focus on Lonnie. Um, <laughs> not, not to each other. Not to each other. Uh, write all your love letters to Lonnie. Please not me and Mika. We're married. Uh, but nevertheless, when uh, we had our anniversary in October, again, we went out to Las Vegas. We live here in L.A., Hollywood. And, um, and so we Google searched where was the Redskins rally. We found Stainers out in Vegas. Dude, it's, it's amazing. And again... Anybody who, if you ever travel outside the DMV, you got to look up Redskins Rally. You will feel at home. You will feel brotherhood. You will feel friendship. And and you can walk into some place and in 15 seconds, you're at home. You're back. You're back in Northern Virginia. You're back in Maryland. You're back where the Redskins are loved and, and cherished. Um, we made some good friends out there. And then the nice thing was, is that when we went to the Arizona versus Redskins game last season, and we took along our boy Mika and then... Lonnie randomly met us there as well. We didn't know he was going there in advance. Um, I definitely told you guys I was going there. I don't, I don't believe you did. I, I knew I he was coming. I, okay, did good. you Thank know you. he was coming? Well, I wasn't paying. I definitely I'm said not... I was going. Okay. I went there with, I went there with <laughs> two other, three, two, three, three other guys from Jocksters. My, my like, was was I drunk when you told me that? <laughs> You're drunk <Probably>. right now. <laughs> I might be a little drunk right now because, a, again, I'm not drinking mimosas. I'm perpetual drinking Perpetual state of being for Matt Haverly. <laughs> it's possible. It's possible. I'm not going to argue with that. I'm not going to push back on that. I'm just going to say we're moving on. All right, we're moving on. Uh, but nevertheless, the point is, is that our friends that we met in Vegas wanted up meeting us there in Arizona. It was awesome. It was awesome. And the same thing. Uh, my wife's originally from San Francisco. So every time we go up to San Francisco, we found the Redskins Rally Bar up there. And we have a community up there that we hang out with as well. So this is what I've fallen in love with lately. Is, Go ahead. Is, well, especially because well, when I went to D.C. Uh, 2013, we had the, the home opener, right? And it was against Philadelphia, and we got blown out. And everyone, you know, the, it was 
the, the anticipation for the season was really high. We thought we were going to come off that playoff run and RG3 was going to be back to 100%. You know, I think pretty much everyone was ready game. for that. Yeah, it was terrible, 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 terrible experience. You blow it! <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and I went back and I went to the Monday night football game against San Francisco, same thing. But by that time, we were already, we knew we were bad. And uh, I think that's kind of the temperature gauge in DC over, I don't know, the last 20, something years where you kind of i feel just going there again i'm not from the dmv but just that it's like well we're here we're tailgating it's a family thing blah 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 no <laughs> i'm gonna correct you because you're not from dc is yeah. that the tailgating i don't all the tailgating or whatever we're gonna go to whatever will not be how it is back home it's awesome well that's the thing is, is that, that's the vibe i got when time. i went to dc and i, I think again i want to preempt that with with the fact that we I don't know who you're hanging out with bro (laughs) we were not good so there was there was excitement anticipation the first game but again by the time we were really bad um and it was San Francisco Monday Night Football people were like we're here it's freezing uh shout out to Maurice Womack that dude throws a hell of a tailgate man my boy he he will so every time win or lose it was like that was still lit so and and I'll actually shout out to Andrew Jackson uh hell of a tailgate Threw it out in Arizona. It was amazing. So, so, and that's what I was kind of trying to get at is, is basically, um, you know, I'm not saying it was bad out there, but when I went to other cities mm-hmm. and visited the away fans, I feel like they're just so happy that they're able to see their Redskins in the city that they're at. Oh yeah, and and that the the anticipation was high. We got. I know we've been better, but the anticipation's been higher. The the, the feeling of of excitement. I feel that I that I got the vibe was. Was like we're here, we're away from our city, uh, but we're here to root on the Redskins. We're meeting other people from all over the place that are just as passionate, that travel from all over the place. Whereas, uh, you know, again, going to DC, it was like everyone was well, there. And, and, they and there. I, th- I think you're making the point that um, how to put this is that when you ha- when you move away somewhere, and mm-hmm. I'll actually I'm gonna fault myself for this a little bit. When I first moved here to LA, I didn't watch the Redskins every Sunday. I got busy, new city, new place, new you know, whatever. But in that is that that's why the fans that like us, the away game podcast is so passionate is because of the fact that we've moved somewhere else. And yet we still love the Redskins. We still go to a bar every Sunday. My wife doesn't matter. We're waking up Sunday morning, nine o'clock in the morning. You got to get up. You got to go to the bar. Guess what guys? Three hour time change. We don't, we don't get to go to the bar at noon, one o'clock, whatever the time is. We have to wake up at nine o'clock in the morning or eight thirty to get to the bar to get seats. Right, just to get so, seats. Right. But the other thing too, also is is, and I just said two and also. In the same <laughs> <time>. <laughs> Redundant. Yes. Thank you from the Department you of Redundancy it. Department. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but uh, the the thing I I also find interesting or 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 really um, that jumps out at me is is that uh, you know. This team has been bad, as we've exactly. documented, and and so for us in LA, it's one thing because we haven't had a local team really, so it's been easy to kind of say I'm going to continue to be a Redskins fan, you know, or easier. You still don't have a team, but if you move to like Pittsburgh, or if you move to like Green Bay randomly for some reason, I don't know, maybe you work in even remotely in that in that yeah. area, you know. 
Exactly. I, I think it would have been easy to become a, a fan of the mm. local team, per se. Uh, nobody's going to move to Pittsburgh. Well, so what Maybe I'm getting New at York. Is, is going to these other cities. Like, Arizona's been good for a while now, right? When we went to Arizona, a lot of Redskins. It was mostly Redskins fans in that stadium. By the way, Phoenix is a horrible city. Yeah. I would never live there. It's Whoops. really hot there. Lots yeah. It's like, dry. Dry. So dry. Like, like, Matt and Heather, like, their lips were literally falling off of their face. Bloody noses. Jeez. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> don't chat. don't go to Phoenix. I think alcohol had something to do with that, though. Maybe. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. You know, what's funny is like, you know, because we're we're away from from home, especially like me, Matt, Lonnie. Is, unlike Mika. Unlike Mika, uh, is like, oh yeah, you're you're in LA now. Now they got the Rams and the Chargers. You're gonna you're gonna root for them. It's like, not no. It's just like I'm very. I feel very loyal. Uh, to the skins and kind of my hometown team. And well, that's, that's how a lot of people feel. And that's what I love. That's what I kind of trying to get at is like, so go to Arizona, right. And they've had a good team for a while. So they've, they've been there. They've had the opportunity to switch up, but they're still Redskin fans. And they're, that shows their passion comes out when they get to host, you know, a tailgate in their city. And that's something we're going to talk about throughout the year. As we go on week to week, we talk about tailgates uh, in other cities. Uh, you know, we want to talk to the Redskin fans out there. So please contact us again at hashtag come hail away. Uh, we're on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. About, we're on everything. All, all the social medias. Yes. As, as, oh, well, and we're going to cover this now. This is not safe for work. It is an explicit podcast. So um, Lonnie likes to say, uh, we're on, we're every- on everything, bitches. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's that's how Lonnie puts That's the it. Matt Haberly. We're on everything, bitches. Right. I need to get that um, drop. Let me get that Lonnie drop. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to record that. The Lonnie, <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds way better with the, the Lonnie voice. drop. Of, Who has returned? Who has returned? Yeah, I know. Lonnie had to step away for a phone call real quick. Maybe, maybe, we have, maybe, maybe we have Lonnie do the we're on everything, bitches, right now yeah. just, to, just to get that clean. All right. All right. When your mom calls, you answer. Of course. That's, that's how that always goes. It's the one person who can always get through. All right. Uh, what where are we at? Uh, we're on we're everything, on everything bitches. bitches. <laughs> can, can you say what, it in wait, the unsolved? Why are we there? Un- don't worry how we got here. Just, <laughs> just, just, just a dance, clean. We're on dance, everything. Monkey. bitches. We on everything. What am I doing? Just, 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 just the unsolved mysteries. mysteries. We on everything, bitches. Perfect. Great. Thank you. I'll I'll cut that up later. Right. Yeah, it's later on. What the hell is happening? It's gonna be an audio drop. Okay. <laughs> you know what? It's oh, not- wait, let me do another one. Then. Let me do another one. Sorry, Joe. Is anyone else getting that beeping noise? Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's not going to be it's, there. It's, the it's not going to be on the record. All right, cool. All right. We own everything, bitches. Perfect. Fantastic. Fantastic. We'll cut that entire part out. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Trying to get a clean yeah, version right. of that. So, not only did we all meet because of the Redskins rally, again, if you don't know, you go to uh, the night before, they always have a little meeting. You get to meet Cooley, you get to meet Bruce Allen. Uh, go to that, and which. Luckily for all of us, and part of what inspired us to do the Come Hail Away podcast, is the fact that the Redskins are playing twice in L.A. So if you're in the L.A. Hollywood area, dude, you got to go to the Saturday night before the game, both September 17th and December 10th. Uh, There's going to be a big party the night before. You're going to be able to meet up with fellow Redskins fans. People, it's going to be amazing. Hopefully, it's somewhere at a place that's bigger than Joxers. It's it got to be, be at, yeah. It can't be at Joxers. So they, have, Joxers. they haven't announced no, that. Not yet. First okay. of all, we're not. Please don't diss Joxers. Don't don't be negative. Uh, it's small. It's not a. I, I it's not it's a big bar. You can't small. fit enough people. We want to get a bunch of people out there. We need right. to be a place that's bigger than that. Hopefully, and 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 leading into that is the fact that because we're going to have two games here in LA, 
we are going to be doing some amazing things. So I want a little titillate, let's use that word, uh, people who are listening to the show, that you're going to be getting amazing footage of both the Redskins rally party the night before, the tailgate on Sunday with our boy Andrew Jackson. We got some big plans. Uh, the $20 bill is going to be there cooking up amazing food, doing probably the most amazing tailgate you've ever, ever had. So, and he will be on the show. Uh, the other thing I also want to address is that we're going to also, we're looking for participation from all you else who live outside of the DMV. Um, for example, the first game of the season is in Philly. We are desperately looking for a Redskins fan who lives in Philadelphia who understands what it's like living with a bunch of cheesesteak eating assholes, angry people, angry people, bad fans. I mean, who don't even love their own team. I don't really want to give any energy to them today. So let's just move on. All right, moving on, moving on. But if you live in King of Prussia or or wherever in the Philadelphia area, (laughs) sorry, I went to college in Philly. So, or not in Philly, but in Pennsylvania. Um, We'll get into that another time. Shout out to uh, Ski Roundtop. Um, but nevertheless, if you live in the Philadelphia area and you are a fan, we're looking for somebody to come on, maybe Skype in, who can tell us what it's like to live in the Philly area and uh, still love the Redskins regardless. I think the point is just, you know, if you're in another city and we're going to be visiting you, especially meeting the Redskins, uh, you know, send us a vine. Let us know why you love the team. Could be a video message or just uh, is Vine still? That's exactly what I was going to say. That send us it. Look, look. Okay, I'll handle the social media part on this. Maybe uh, my you want to hit us on Instagram. Did I just Friendster? date myself? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah you did. I was like, do we, need, do we need a switch operator? I, I, if you if you own a carrier pigeon and you can attach a message to it, send that. Yeah. Uh, okay. First of all, you want to hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat. If you send us a Vine, that's cool. We just won't ever see it. Uh, but we're you not us, on Vine. No, we're not on Vine. We're not getting on there yet. Uh, send us a message. Let us know. Send us a video about why you're a Redskins fan, why you love being outside the DMV, and what your experience is like. We'll try to get someone on the um, the show, and there'll be more details to follow about about this as those games come up. Um, but just keep that in mind. That find your Redskins rally point. Find it right now, so you know where you need to go when the game's going on. Yeah. Real quick, and the last thing I'll say on this is that uh, apparently Mika is living in the Game of Thrones universe, and he's like, send us a raven. <laughs> send, send a raven. raven. Right. Okay. My, my metaphors are deep, so. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Dennis Miller. Really. Warpath Weekly. Let's talk about who's running with the twos. Doxin, what's going on there? I think that, um, well, I, I read a little bit into this story, and people see someone running with the twos, and they're supposed to be a number one in their minds, and they get all, oh, what God, what's going on? Why is he not good enough? Did we make a mistake? It's just relax. Relax. R-E-L-A-X. Right. Relax. What's happening right now is that you're on a team right now where you got to earn what you get. You're not just going to be given a spot because of your draft position, because of what you're supposed to be. You earn your place. That's what you're doing. Everyone's out there is fighting for a job. Dotson, too. So Dotson is running with the twos because he's essentially a rookie. He should earn his position. He doesn't know how to play. He hasn't played any experience. Even though he may be better, he is better than the person who's currently running his position. What's absolutely hilarious to me is is how people, um, <clears throat> and when I say people, I'm referring to Redskin fans um, out there in the communities, we're just clamoring over and over and over and over and over and over again. 
especially with RG3, the whole, we want transparency. We want, you know, we want to know what's going on. We want some actual competition. You know, this is a big thing everyone's clamoring for, clamoring for from fans to players. Now we get it, and fans are like, I don't understand why he's in the twos. Why shouldn't he be practicing with the ones? And it's the same thing with Jonathan Allen. Obviously, a lot of people, why is he with the threes? Well, he just moved up to the twos. People relax. It's it's training camp, OTAs. It's not even training camp yet. It's OTAs. Right. Voluntary activities. Well, that's the nicest thing is that nowadays it's not, hey, you're drafted. Boom, you're a starter because we have to say that. It's actually you have to earn your spot on the team. And that's refreshing for once. For us. Yeah. Yeah, because you see a lot of teams do it. And a lot of teams don't. And we were one of the teams that didn't. And you saw a lot of failures for a lot of years. You know, exactly. You, you got to have competition. And I think people that shy away from it, it's just the wrong move in the NFL. You look at all the teams that are succeeding right now. It's just keep getting players that are good at what they do and let them compete. Period. Yeah. And if you just put in your rookies, you just you're killing people. You're destroying careers. <laughs> you're, you're you're ruining people. I you're swear. Cleveland. You're the I Cleveland Browns. I swear, Dave. <laughs> David Carr was a better quarterback than he was given a chance to be. There's oh, yeah. a lot of people who come in and you're like, you're in the wrong organization and you fail. Then there's other people who are in a great organization. And you're like, would Tom Brady have been Tom Brady? Not with the Patriots. I don't know. Yeah. And you know, the other problem is, is, is teams and owners want immediacy and fans want immediacy. And it's just not realistic in a, in a sport. I mean, you can turn things around pretty quickly. That's one thing the NFL has over most sports. Like the NBA has been Cleveland, Golden State now for 17 years. And that's an exaggeration, but I think you get my oh, point. Oh, that's an exaggeration? Yes. <laughs> I had to put that. Hashtag sarcasm. <laughs> I'm very deadpan, if you didn't catch last episode. Um, so I got to work on that. No, you're going to be fine. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, most teams seem to get that. We've taken a while to get there. I love that it's there now. We're starting to see this competition built within the team, starting to see us focus on actually improving people. And, you know, to that point, you know, we got you know, Jonathan Allen's moving up, up, up the ladder. Ryan Anderson's moving up the ladder. Um, you know, talking about Will Compton, who I actually mentioned is, I think he's going to be the starter, but... He's being rotated in and out with the ones right now. So, right. So nothing's set in stone yet. Well, if anything, it's old school. It's it's the way shit got done back in the day. We didn't just hand people jobs. You earned it. You didn't start the first year you were drafted. You know, it's it's, pre, it's, it's the pre-free agency stuff. Exactly. Speaking of. Speaking of free agency. You can't, you can't have a Redskins podcast and not talk about Kirk Cousins. I mean, you probably could, but. Uh, no, you can't. Yeah. You like that? You like that? Exactly. Can we I hear like that again? That. Just a, one more, more time. You like that? You like that? Intense. I do yeah. like that. He's I, an intense I do guy. Like that. I still, I still like that. Yeah. yeah. I still like that. Yeah. It's not <laughs> over. I, I, yeah. You know what? It's not overplayed, and I'm still cool with it. No. No. So where are we at with this? What's going? So, okay. So with free agents, right? So the, the typical Redskins fan thing to do is like, so we're going after this guy. We're gonna, we're gonna park up the Brinks, back up the Brinks truck. You know, get a. Get the Air Force One rolling, or Redskins One. There you go. Um, we got the Redskins One watch. You know, uh, we're gonna kick the tires. Vet minimum plus incentives. Is that something that we <laughs> we talk about all the time? We're gonna, we're gonna check out the players, but you know, I, I think the players that are available we're talking about are not cheap. Um, Jeremy Macklin, 
right, available now for the Chiefs. I can't believe he got dropped. That's pretty nuts. I mean, it's whatever. They dropped they dropped Jamal Charles. Yeah, it's the sport. And, and he it's produced the way more than Mackman did, in my opinion. Right. It's the business. And I get that part. It's just wow. You know, he's yeah, uh, you know, and then you got the Jets released half their team. <laughs> Um, which, by the way, it, it, right? If that had been a Redskins thing this week, would we be still hearing about it right now? Like this would be all over TV. Well, I mean, much, yeah, right? but like the, the Jets have been crappy for a while, and the, the funny thing—they released their team. It's it's like okay, cool. They weren't good anyway. You suck. Right. You can release your whole team when you suck as bad as they can, and everyone's like, okay, whatever. Oh, well, but when we do it, it's like, oh, what's going on in Redskins? Right, but Park? we don't suck. So right. it, it, we wouldn't do it. It makes no sense Shit. to. Well, know. because like, real, was it Dan Snyder that did it? Real, real was it quick, Bruce Allen? Shout out to my boy Johnny Danks, big Jets fan. Uh, he and I have the bond of the Jetskins. If you guys remember that from the late two thousands, <laughs> I do not. Santana <laughs> Moss, the yeah. Jetskins, Lavernius no, Coles. Yeah, I, I know. Oh, Lavernius Coles, and and that's how we became <laughs> like boys and we bonded over that. Um, but yeah, the Jets. Mm, I'm I'm because I'm trying to be nice to my boy. They're troubled. They're troubled, and yeah. that's why it's not drama. Yeah, it's a dumpster fire over there right now. Yeah, and that's fine. I didn't I say wanna, that. I, I don't want to give too much in, um, attention to another football team on our show, but like they suck. They're dropping a bunch of players, and we want to pick up a couple of them. Well, yeah, we, uh, well, you potentially, guys maybe. I, I don't know. So, I, I think do you want to? Here, well, here, here's what I want to know from you, Mika. Uh-huh. Uh, Macklin, Decker, whoever else is available. Who do we pick up? Who do we not pick up? Decker, I, I don't know, would. Especially after what Jay Gruden's been saying all week, with uh, he loves this group of receivers. He says it's going to be hard picking a group for game other day. than Brian Quick. Well, Ryan Grant, that's a thing. He's, he's, Hate him too. He's, he's he's spoken about him specifically about three times this week, which scares the bejesus oh, out of him. <laughs> that's pretty much what he says about him all the time. It's uh, which makes me wonder about his love of Rob Kelly actually. Exactly. <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> you put that with the, the Jeff Goldblum laugh. Oh, <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Look, I just want to know: Are we going to pick up any of those free agents from the Jets? No. Okay. I, I would like to go after. You don't think after, so? I'd like to go after David Harris. See what his cost might be. Put him in with the linebacking core. Hmm? But the receivers, I think Derek, Eric Decker is too old um, to fit in with what I mean, because you put him, he's like the same thing as Maurice Harris. Right. And I'd rather develop Maurice What about Harris. Macklin? Macklin, I'd love to have him. I think he's going back to Philly probably or to Baltimore. Going back to back to Philly, Philly. Yep. It's And that's kind of sad. Um, it's going to be frustrating. If he goes to any one of our division rivals, I won't like that very much, but. Mm. It is what it is. You know, we got guys on our team. Well, him up opposite Alshon would be a difficult yeah. man. Yeah. They also have what Tory Smith's right, right, and yeah. they got Doriel Green Beckham as well. So um, I don't know. He might be suspended for his first couple of games. They're, they're figuring something out over there too with that young quarterback. Oh yeah, they got Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. So. They're going to be something to deal with. That offensive line's pretty good still. Um, and the defensive line. So you know, anyways, we're talking about Philly now again. What are we doing? What are we doing? Ugh. What show is this? We've been talking about the. We, it's, it's, about Philadelphia. We talk about the Jets. <laughs> we're not talking at all about it's, the fact it's, that like it's Philly cast. Is it like St. Patrick's Day? We're talking I'm, about I'm Green. Call, I'm gonna call a timeout. I'm going to call a timeout. Yes, please I'm going to call a timeout. All right. Free agents or not, we've talked a lot about Jets and Eagles, and that's just not where this show should be heading. Free agents that we should focus on are our own free agents. Mm-hmm. Give me some Kirk Cousins news. I know he's in the news. He's in there every day. 
What you got for me? <laughs> what you got for me? Oh, I love it, Chief Mangala. It's never ending no. drops from Kirk Cousins. Believe. But I know you've been posting. You know you've been you've been active. So you know. I well okay so uh, I don't know if anyone saw this this tweet earlier. It was uh, you know someone I'm trying to remember who it was. I think it was Matt Turrell. Um, I could have that wrong. We'll look that up later for sh- corrections and retractions. But uh, Koretskins. Uh, Schefter actually. Um, Oh no! So, so Schefter report. He says, "How you know, Kirk Cousins, uh, Dan Snyder's involved in the Kirk Cousins negotiations again." So, you know, okay, Redskins fans, a knee jerk reaction. What is that? It's oh fuck! Here we go again. Right? Yeah, yeah. The 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 thing that always happens when specifically we always hear about Daniel Snyder getting involved is like, oh man, he's meddling again. He's trying to take over the team. He's he's trying to do a, a Jerry Jones type of thing with the team, and it's. And it that seems cer- problematic. And it certainly feels that way, right? And who can be blamed for that? And the media going with that is basically a click here, click here. It's summer, yeah. right? Yeah. So, but it's like the first take out of it is like, not we shouldn't be talking about how good it's gotten because Dan is now involved. We should be talking how bad it's gotten because Dan has to get involved. And that's how that's the media turn on the situation. And I'm like, I don't understand. Which, it doesn't make any sense to me because if you're an actual fan, you've been keeping up with it, you realize that we haven't done it. Any other things that we used to do. None of them. Not even like, what, three, four years ago. We, Not since hiring Shanahan. Right. We haven't done any of those things anymore. Exactly. It's a change. Right. We, we're So they're just trying to harp on something, and then they're wrong. Right. And the, the other thing, too, is, as we talked about, it, it, you get a deal done on July 14th, and this conversation goes away. It's just right. gone. It goes away. And, and it's like, so now what are we talking about? Is Did Dan Snyder make the deal happen? Is Dan Snyder turning himself around? Is it Dan Snyder or who else was involved? Yeah, is right. there a third party? Is it Douche like, Allen? Like, there's always. <laughs> was there a gunman in the bushes? Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, you like that one, Manny? Oh shit, I don't know which one to do. We'll, for that. we'll add it in. The, do no, I have a is, there, is there a uh, is there is there a, a, a Douche Allen in there? Do we have a Douche Allen? We have a Douche Allen. We, we got to get a Douche. I'll find a Douche Allen yeah. for that. There's got to be something. Um, but I, I think that they're totally the wrong the wrong tree. The, Barking up wrong, wrong bush, just trees, barks are worse. It's easy, it's lazy, and, uh, you know, it's easy to get responses from it because I think a lot of people are either like us or they're like the other people who agree with it and say, yeah, Dan Snyder is just totally ruining everything again. He's getting his nose involved and yada, yada, yada. It's like, what do you expect him to do? Kirk Cousins basically said, I want to be recruited again, Yeah, essentially. Cool. And that's what we're doing. We're recruiting him. This is, this is what I love is that the media is like, well, before Dan Schneider got involved, I was at 2% whether or not Kirk Cousins would start, sign a long-term contract. Now I'm at 15%. You know what? I'm going to Noster Lonnie this shit right here, right now. Cousins get signed. I think we're all in agreement there. Dan, right? Dan, you know what? When you got to write a fat biggie check, boom, you got to get the boss involved. The yeah, boss has got to write. The boss involved. Yeah, the you boss the is not going to let... Bruce write the big fat check when it was ridiculously, uh, well, again, you know, like a game show check that's like yeah. five well, feet long. Well, he's going to back up the biggie ass check and he's going to write it and say, cousins, we're signing you. Boom. We're paying for it. Well, and to this point, just like we talked about with, with the jet situation, it's like, you know, with, with this, if it's Dan Snyder, it's a story. It's how is he going to ruin this again? 
But when, when Art Rooney gets involved or, or John Mary gets involved in contract discussions, like he is right now with Odell Beckham Jr., it's like, oh, yeah, that, that Giants organization organization really knows what they're doing. You know, it's, it's like, I mean, they like to focus on a lot of the past stuff with the Redskins like that. And, like, they're going to want to be negative, and it's really up you gotta to win. us to not. Yeah, it's you win. just got to win. You got to win, and you got to make good decisions. And we've made some bad financial decisions repeatedly. But it's really good board uh, poster board material. Yeah. I, I, I just want to pose the question. Since Mike and Bruce took over in, what was that, 2010, 2011, did it feel like Dan Snyder has been not so involved and hands-on since then? And that's why it feels like now him getting involved is a bigger deal? Yeah. Yes, it's, exactly. Is that there's been dumbass Redskins contracts for years upon years where Dan used his money, threw it around, and overpaid for shit players. And now, finally, and so we've had such a reprieve from that. No more Hainsworth, no more McNabb, no more whatever. And it's been gone for so long that finally when Dan steps back in to go, hey, I'm paying for somebody, it's like, whoa, wait, what's happening now? What's happening now? Dan's paying for somebody? As Redskins fans, we're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. And I think that's generally... We're like an abused spouse. Yeah, yeah. And, and, And just... I. I know that we've been we've been trying to pull up some old clips for our show and some things that we really want to kind of pull in, and um, we happen to have some special audio clips from uh, some of the the previous contract signings. And I know it's going to sound weird. You're like, where do we get this? We got an inside guy. Don't worry about that. But we want we want to make sure we we play one right now. So we're going to play a, a an old audio clip from um, from one of the contract signs. All right, cool. All right, here you go. This week in Redskins contract history. We look into the Brian Arakpo contract. Well, hi, Brian. Uh, just come on in, sit down. Let's let's get this thing signed. I'm really excited you about being a Washington Redskin. Hey, Mr. Snyder. It's good to, good to be here. Good to be playing football. Glad to be playing football for the Redskins. Just want to work through a few details of the contract. Okay, Brian, if you can speed up how you're talking, because this might take us all day, but I'm, 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 I'm open to whatever ideas you might have. Go ahead. Okay. I'll try to speed up my conversation for this contract signing. So I see here it says something about not tearing your pectoral muscle. I applaud y'all for putting in a picture of what a pectoral looks like torn and untorn. So I just have a question about whether or not this is valid for the contract. Because personally, I don't plan on tearing my pectoral. Well, uh, Brian, do, do you work out? Do you, you know, bench press a lot? Are you feeling pretty good about that? I bench press the most. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. All the time. Oh, you're still I'm what talking. you call a workout warrior and or a gym rat. Brian, maybe we can work out something because I feel like we're not communicating. When you're done talking, put your hand down. So then I know you're because the pause is I, I think you're done talking, but I, I, okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't okay. understand. Okay. okay. Yeah. But um, I can see how the confusion would have set in with my hand still being raised. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I'm also keeping this arm oh, elevated because my I had a, a slight air, uh, sort of a, a twinge in my pectoral region which is not related at all to an injury i'm just saying i had 
suffered a small twinge. So I, I feel like it's better for myself and for yourself as the team owner person to really not include this into the contract. I just feel like it's going to be better for both of us. We'd be happy if we could just remove the part about the torn pectoral. Well, I want to make you happy, Brian. I'm really excited about you being on the Redskins. And if, if that's what's going to take to get this done, no problem. That, we, will, we, we will go ahead and yeah, let me get my shirt yeah, that, out and that take what that right out. That's what it's going to take. It, it literally is. That is the one thing that I find as the holdup for me personally with signing. I don't feel like we should even be discussing the pectoral muscle. There are several other muscles of the body that are pretty healthy as well. And those will not be torn either. Oh, okay. Oh, you're still t- you're talking. Now, I did have a – yes, I had a, a question about uh, sacks. Now, let's say I have what uh, is not currently uh, uh, calculated, but uh, uh, almost sacks. Can I have a, sort of a bonus for an almost sack, the potential of a sack? Could I be paid for such an event as that? Well, I mean, typically what we do is we like to incentivize people by when they get the sack, then, okay. then, then, then we – you know, but I, I like your attitude. I do have a pretty good attitude. It's pretty right on about what a football player should have. And so I was just wondering if there's a possibility of being like, a you got close kind of a bonus. Okay. Okay. I, I can see. I mean, like, how close are we talking? Like, if you, if you graze the quarterback? Well, sometimes I graze. Sometimes I scratch. But I get close a lot. But I don't always deliver okay. so i want to be paid oh, for talking again. partial deliveries partial deliveries okay we can we can work out maybe what do you think 20 20 000 per every 10 feet you get away from the get to the quarterback at least twenty thousand, if not 15 okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> that one really hit me <laughs> so fucking stupid. Yeah, I know that's why you looked at me. You killed me on that one, Lonnie. Uh, yeah. If we could just renegotiate the numbers and then just give me the the potential sack money and also the non pectoral tearing clause. Uh, I feel like we could do business together. And I plan to pay play for the, the Redskins for at least another 20 to 25 years if uh, if all goes. Jesus, Lonnie, you're killing me. You're killing me. I, I plan to at least play for the, the Redskins for the remainder of my career. Um, I could see at least contributing to six to seven Super Bowls just based upon my skill alone. So I think that all of these clauses are necessary and uh, right. (laughs) I I think that by uh, putting my initials on this contract that I will at least get us in the vicinity of six to seven Super Bowls, possible playoff runs, or... um, multiple eight and eight to nine and seven seasons. I can guarantee at least that. Now, if we don't get further than that, it will probably be based on the other players and not my workout ethic or who I am as a person. 
all right, well, that sounds great. And like I said, I really like your attitude. And okay, we're gonna put the, the the contract in there, make it simple. Uh oh, I'm 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 sorry, sorry, Brian. You're still talking. Yeah. Uh, just to clarify again, uh, the current pectoral twinge I have is not related to any sort of an injury. You know, you, you're bringing up this pectoral thing a lot. Why 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 do you keep going back to that? You know what? Uh, let me just grab that pen from you. I should just let me go ahead and just do this. Okay, so that is a done deal. Perfect, perfect. Welcome to the Redskins. This has been this week in Redskins contract history. Okay, guys. So, did, uh, did you see the report about or the little tweet uh, sent out about uh, uh, Jets practice? Uh, uh, Hackenberg. Um, I saw what you posted. I yeah. saw when you posted it. I did. I yeah, that was pretty bad. Uh, apparently, he's Matt's over, over there looking at me like I'm talking about Chinese or something. No, no I'm just listening. <laughs> yeah, he's he's over there with his accuracy, and it's not good. Uh, apparently, he hit a couple reporters. <laughs> <laughs> he's over there with the water boy, you know. Right. And they got no. <laughs> everyone's trying to get out of the way my whole thing of bringing it up obviously it's a jets nobody cares yeah no one cares about the jets yeah. it's just like not even jets I, I couldn't even begin to tell you how much i don't care about the jets right it's so far from collective minds of redskin fans or generally anywhere else not new york <clears throat> but uh no the whole point of bringing that up is is I just I can't remember every time I see Hackenberg's name I get I think back to there, there's been threads on message boards that were people were wanting to uh, slack for hack as they put it uh, they wanted to tank seasons for Hackenberg who's this Redskin <laughs> fans general uh, we need names uh, yeah, yeah yeah I mean because I yeah okay no this is like you know message board fodder you know it's getting a pulse of the fans so to speak you know talking on comment sections. And, you know, we can argue, too, that we're blue in the face how many of those are real fans and they're just trolls or what have you. But, yeah, it seemed like there was a sentiment of, like, this is a guy we really wanted. And just to see him, like, first of all, my whole point on that is, like, no, don't <laughs> you don't give up draft picks for a guy, especially coming out of college the way he, he did, where he had a good one year and then the second year was, like, new. <laughs> so would you support tanking? Uh, I'm not a proponent of tanking. I, uh how do you guys feel about tanking? Let's, let's get to care first. Uh, well, first of all, let me clarify for everyone who's listening, because I'm confused. You're saying that the Redskins wanted to tank to draft Christian Hackenberg. I'm saying a bunch of fans who, every year there's a thread about um, somewhere. You can search any message board, any any website, any comment section talking about Redskins. And there's always you know, a group of people who want us to, right now they're going on for, you know, should we tank for Sam Darnold, even though we're working on this? What are you talking about? <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> who, insane. that's who, insane. Who are these people right now that are currently saying tank for Sam Darnold? Like, he, like Sam Darnold's going to be better than than Kirk Cousins. I don't. Well, first, generally, people worry that you know we're going to trade Kirk Cousins or we're going to lose him for nothing. So you would lose all your games to try to get a quarterback who 
What's so stupid? Right. No, First of all, that's don't. like the most extreme, which is totally asinine, right? Yeah. No. But, I'm gonna go and say no. I'm. I'm. I, I don't think you should ever tank. I think if you should, you should try to win every single game, every single time. It's Absolutely. Just, it's a winning culture, and if you're if you're about losing games because you want to get a player, like you're. First of all, if you're at the position where you're tanking so much, this one player, you're not one player away. Okay, you're not gonna get one player and be like, oh, this is the guy we needed. Now we're good to go. So tanking's stupid. It's dumb. You get you you have a crappy record. You get a draft pick. Great for you. That's, that's definitely a broad uh, brushstroke. I, I don't like to be an absolute on that one. Uh, but I, I would also say I don't condone tanking per se. Like I wouldn't, you know, outright say tank, please tank, get this guy. But definitely, I think as a fan, I, I don't know if anyone else out there agrees, but uh, I've been through week four when you go, you know, you just about break your TV by throwing a remote at it. And, you know, like we're not getting better. By the end of this year, there's no like three game winning streak we can have miraculously that's going to get us on a four and two uh, beginning of next season. You know, you, you just look at the team, the coaches aren't coaching anybody up, half the team's already given up. You just know you're bad. Yeah, but yeah. bad is bad. Bad doesn't mean you like, let's lose all these games purposely. Well, and, and but look at, look at uh, getting RG3. Uh, that's, that's actually the perfect counter argument, really, in my opinion, because. When we the year we got RG three right, uh, and we knew Andrew Luck was coming out that year, um, we were really bad, and uh, we wound up getting the fifth spot. And I think we won two games in the last four against teams we had no business beating, and wound up pushing us back to the fifth spot, which forced us to trade away seventeen draft picks or whatever the number is right. uh, in order to get RG three, which turns out how it's turned out up to this point. Whereas we could have just been the number one spot and drafted Andrew Luck at the time. So wait, you were saying that you would have rather made a choice to lose those games than to go out and let the team try to compete to win? Uh, again, this is where I don't condone things. <laughs> I mean, I know you don't condone it, but what you're saying is we won two meaningless games that we should not have won, and you would have, you're saying we should not have won those by purposely choosing to not win those. I'm games. saying. Probably more than most victories in the last five years, I pulled my hair out after that. Those victories. Well, I, I, I just want to clarify <laughs> yeah. for for us yeah. here and for for everyone who's listening, is that what you're saying is that you would have rather chosen to make a to make a statement. We're not a statement, but just, we're not going to win these two games. We're trying to lose the rest of the games to get number one pick. Yeah, and, I definitely would have rather have we lost those games. Yeah, one of them I think was the Cowboys. So I can never root for us to lose to the Cowboys. Yeah, what do you? So about? I just kind of don't look at the game and go, "Oh, we lost. That sucks." Well, I'm gonna, I'm going to give you a counter argument because you said you know the RG three thing we traded away a bunch of picks to get him we would have we probably could have gotten him or our or andrew luck and all that being it what it is is like do you think that we were going to do a better job with those picks that we had anyway have we not that that and also if you look at that draft i mean i think the best quarterback out of that draft is probably russell wilson because he's the one with the super bowl ring and, and he was, he was in third round so all of what you're saying, like we, if we tanked or not, we still could have had chances well, to get this Actually, guy. to that, <laughs> we could have actually had Andrew Luck and Russell Wilson because our, our backup was to draft Russell Wilson, a lot of people know, and he went one spot before us. And so had we actually tanked, we could have gotten both. Maybe, maybe. but maybe the draft goes differently and one other team in the, in, the, in the first two rounds decides to go one thing differently and he falls <laughs> – I don't think we have the ability to say what, what we're going to do or who we're going to, you know. I think you should try to focus on winning games and putting the right players in there and having the right mindset. And should total, never try to lose a game. And really, just a lot of things I learned just from that that draft alone. Um, 
that I think were I was on the fence about for a while. That draft alone really just proved a lot of things for me. And one of those is that drafting a quarterback in the NFL is the biggest crapshoot there is in all of sports. Yeah. Real, real, real quick here. Uh, Matt Margallo, uh, Chief Margallo, yes. Uh, yes or no on tanking? Uh, I think there's there's a thing with as me as a fan to see my team do that. I just I feel like I feel like we're giving up completely, mm-hmm. and it's like I don't know. I feel like especially the way uh, sports pundits are nowadays. I feel like they would be ripped for just not not having heart and a team yeah. that's just giving up. Well, the I mean, other side of it I mean, do is Do you want to like, be like the, the Browns? I mean, we can talk all, all, <laughs> all the trash they talk about with the Redskins, but they aren't the Browns are different. We talk about it, them in it's a way. It's 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 less of the the next season thing, but it's I think it's a you you, you mentioned it earlier of the it's a it's a culture. It's a winning culture. The, the Patriots will never do that. The Patriots never would do never, do, never that. do that. Well, so I don't think any team, Green even Bay if they would never do that. I, I don't know? think any team, even if, even if, even if that's what they were doing, in fact, would ever a come out and say that. Well, no, they wouldn't come out and say it. I don't care about someone coming out and saying, "We know what you're doing, and you know what you're doing." Well, look at the Spurs. I mean, it's essentially the same thing. It's just they're not tanking; they're doing it to try to win games. But they're basically saying we're not going to play players, and you can kind of do the same thing. Like we want to reserve the good guys who we might have next year. Dude, they, saving your guys and tanking are completely different. They're a completely different thing. Not not hurt getting guys hurt potentially when you're going to be in the playoffs. They're completely different. You're telling me you're going to go to the playoffs and possibly play in the playoffs and win, so you're going to rest guys to be better for the playoffs, as opposed to I want to lose all my games to hopefully get a player who we hope is going to turn out to be a franchise guy. That just doesn't make any well, sense. Well, and see with the NBA though, it's and we're getting kind of into another league, but I think it's relevant here. Is is that one thing that it's every just about every team across the board now is doing that, right? So. When, but they play 82 games. But when like the Philadelphia 76ers does it, right, they do it just a little more, and they lose more games, and they wind up with a higher draft pick. You see what I'm saying? But then the, their whole thing is based upon percentage of ping pong balls and, lo- and 82 game seasons. We don't have that many games, and we don't have that weight. We literally like number one. And also the draft is not all that in, in the NBA the way it is in the NFL. Yeah, it is. My, it isn't, it isn't. my big counter on your side, really, um, just to play both sides here, is that um, – we were so bad as an organization that that really did seem like the best way out is to hit the lottery with, you know, Peyton Manning or something. Whereas now I have every faith, not necessarily in the organization, but in people in places to operate football decisions. Discounting your argument, the saying that it, <laughs> you basically just said that we didn't tank and we're doing okay right now. No. I, oh, I, <laughs> he's got you there. You I, just said that. I, see, and this is, you're going on another tangent that I've, and I've, I've presented an argument, uh, actually, uh, something I could write an essay about. But uh, I would actually argue to say that the RG3, a lot of people say we lost. Now you could say it's four years later. We've lost that trade. The Rams lost that trade. Everyone lost that trade, right? And you could probably say that's correct. I think the Rams lost more of that trade than we did. We gave right. you picks and you did nothing with nothing the Rams. With you yeah. suck. They haven't even won a division since then. Yeah. So, but I actually... Go totally, and, and you know, call me uh, call me out on this if you want. As going off the deep end, you probably will. But uh, <laughs> I basically look at it kind of like a, in a in a yogi type of way. Uh, bear, like yogi bear. No, like or? in like a Taoism. Oh, yeah. I, hey, you gotta clarify. Right, yeah. we got no. good cowboys fans listening. Hey. <laughs> 
He's talking about the short green guy from Star Wars. <laughs> it's yes. Yoda. Yoda bear. Yoda? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, boo-boo. Um, basically, I feel that the way things went kind of happened the way they happened for a reason. Because if they hadn't gone down that way, we wouldn't have wound up uh, getting rid of Shanahan, getting McLuhan, getting an organization that operates um, knowing how to pick football players. Can we say that again? A football player? A football player. Football players. I'll find that drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and now we're in a place where we've stabilized the organization. I, and the media has been out and out going about how we have not been stable. And that's the – like, <laughs> I don't know if you guys seen this. In, like, three of the prediction um, polls where they're predicting the, you know, the records and they say, you know, they, they justify us at, like, 22 or I saw one put us at 28 – and, uh, and, you know, say what you will about that. I get that there's questions about how we're going to proceed versus other teams that are way more stable. So it gives you a better idea. I get that. What I don't get is their whole argument for us not being good next year is, but they're unstable. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> and, and tanking doesn't help to stabi- add stability to a team. It well, exactly. It doesn't. Going, for- going forward, unless, like, you know, Bruce Allen takes over and starts laughing at people at press conferences and is like, we're winning everything regular season and off season. Ha 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 ha. You know, and, and just starts running the organization underground again. I would never even go into that thought process again. I don't even know why you're there. And yeah. I just, right. it's disgusting to me. Yeah. That Tank, even... Tanks for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> the idea that she would even consider tanking. Again, it's insane. I don't, I don't taking. <laughs> and, and again, now we need another host for the show. Yeah. We're going to be replacing the hosts who don't uh, want their team to lose. Here's what, here's what we'll do, Lonnie. We're going to tank the next couple of episodes <laughs> until Mika then says, Oh, the show's not really that good. I'm just going to leave. And then we'll get to draft some. For, gonna... for the record, I hate losing so much <laughs> that when we're that bad, I literally can't watch. I can't, and I can't watch football. I mean, I'm on board with you on like not wanting to see us lose, but I definitely don't want to see us lose because we're choosing to lose. Watching a game where you know your team's just not in it. I just, we've seen games where we know our team's not in it, but we're like, they're not. I, I guess maybe I'm I'm more I'm more apt to see that right off the bat than maybe most people. And I go like week two, I'm like, we're done. We're just out of we're just fish out of water. This season is not happening. But look at the RG three year. You, we were we were three and six, and then we came back. What what is it? Oh, like two. We all row and two. Season's done. We, we had hope in that season though, and each game was close. Is it, I mean, it's, right. there's a lot of stuff you can see. And, and again, you're looking right. for improvement. I don't believe that. Like I don't believe like if you if you went okay if you're zero and four in the first four games, and then you're obviously first four games, and you. That doesn't mean your season's well, over. But I would count. I there's 0-4 and, and losing like 27-6 to 6 every game. And there's 0-4 and, and losing, you know, 14-12 to 12 every Except game. Except that the Browns won one game last year. And they were pretty much in a lot of the games. They and if playing. I were a Browns fan, I'd actually feel pretty okay about, yeah. you know, like we might get better now. Well, you know? until they let Pryor go. Yeah. <laughs> <Right. right. laughs> you, but you could lose a game where it's like 20, you know, 28 to like 3 or, or 40 to 7. Right. And you're like, that doesn't mean you're like. There's Not, you know, again. You know. there's, there's an aptitude, and you could see it. You could see guys don't know how to like outside contain or tackle generally, or 
<laughs> well, moving right along from your insanity, Mika, going into more let, interesting let's topics. Just, let's just leave. That. I, I want. I would love to know how people feel about tanking because this issue. For, yes, I, definitely. I don't believe in ever losing as a, in a team yes. sport. I could never see myself wanting to be a part of a team that would do that. I would like to know what people think about this because it's like it's an interesting topic. We're clearly not all agreed. I mean, well, three of us agree. One of us isn't. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, I really want to know what people are thinking about this tanking thing. Is that like we're, you know we should we should let's try and get a poll going for this. Right. Maybe we can do something on Twitter. Yeah, we'll pop yeah. A, we'll pop a poll on there and see what people think about this whole tanking thing. As long as one of the options is, I don't want to tank, but I would rather we lose some games. Again, we're tanking the podcast. All right, and, we're just, we're yeah. Gonna, yeah, you're right. Let's, get, get, let's get somewhere else. Let's get somewhere else yeah. fast. Let's. Where are we gonna go? Uh, horrible images. How do you guys feel about? Uh, a little segment we call Between the Hashtags. Oh, yes. Between the Hashtags. Oh, we will oh, we talk about what's going on on social media with the Redskins. Yeah, man. That's, that's good. The hideous picture I saw on there was uh, Odell Beckham Jr. and Trent Williams hanging out. Trent looked slightly drunk to me. You think he was drunk? Well, I do think he was drunk because uh, he could be. And why not? He's not driving anywhere. Um, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, that was disgusting, though. And I, I, yeah. I like to believe that they didn't know they were sitting next to each other. And then it was like a PR person just put them in their seats or whatever. I don't like knowing that they're friends or they're, they hang out or any capacity. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Especially him. Yeah. Odell Beckham of all the people and knowing where your team yeah. is. I don't know, man. How, how do you feel about that? You, you, know. Uh, you know, he thinks uh, Trent should tank. Yeah. He wore a tank, though. He was yeah. wearing a tank. It's, it's like, I liken it to like. Uh, yeah, Trent's on the team, so it's a little different. But uh, LeBron James, like wearing a Cowboys hat. If I was a LeBron James fan, I'd pretty much be done with you for the rest of my life. Yeah, I'm annoyed about that. Except that LeBron James wearing a Cowboy hat, he wants to be a Cowboys fan. I don't like it, but whatever, that's fine. Trent Williams plays for the Washington Redskins. Odell Beckham plays for the New York Giants. They're division east, they're NFC right. division east rivals. And I get and guys they, being buddies off the field. I get that. Like, and, and, and well, I'm just wondering, like, is Odell talking to him about Norman? Like, I don't think that. I think they probably don't talk. I mean, I feel like they probably be just out. I think he just doesn't yeah. want to get punched in the face. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna hang out with somebody, hang out with like Rashard Jennings from the Giants. He sees a lot of theater. He goes to Dancing <laughs> the Stars. He seems like a you know, hang out with Eli. I'm sure he has. He plays cornhole or something. It's, it's like <laughs> what I'm wondering just, is why is why is Beckham even in Oklahoma? What's he doing over there? Whatever he wants. Yeah, you, you have a lot of money. You fly wherever you <laughs> wherever want. You do whatever you I'm want. just like I don't get it. Like, Wasn't yeah. it a game or something? With yeah, it was a basketball game. Oh, okay. It was like a charity basketball game? No, it was the NBA no, it was Finals. The NBA. Yeah. It was this past Friday. In Oklahoma. No, no, they were in Oklahoma. In Cleveland. They were in Cleveland. Oh. See how much Cleveland. I paid attention to that. Yeah, you, yeah, they were either in Golden State or they were in Cleveland. It's, it was for the NBA Finals. It's very much so a plan. It has to be some sort of plan thing where they're like, hey, we'll meet up in Cleveland and see the yeah. game. Well, okay, they're well, obviously friends. Totally makes sense out, now. Outside of... Uh, outside the sports, still, I, th- I think he should have spit in his face or something. I'm just well, that, and the thing is, he's not even at uh, OTAs, and he's well, out there hanging out. With, that's know. that's that moves along to another thing about this because the other social media thing about Trent was that he was at his college, which is the Oklahoma, Oklahoma. <laughs> that's where you're probably thinking. That's Oklahoma. what I was. So right. he was in Oklahoma, which he was. Odell was not there, to my knowledge, but he was there and he was working out with some of the new, uh, some of the you know the, the college players, and also uh, working out with his trainer friend, who I'm blanking on this dude's name. But he's getting work in there, and he's in like you know intre- increasing the, the craft, learning all new techniques and stuff like that. And he's he's not at OTAs, mm-hmm. which are voluntary. What, right. was, the, was the game in Cleveland? 
That that game was game in Cleveland. Game. So they were in they're in the Midwest. So. That's a small dr- or flight. You know. It's just it's, yeah. you know you you're just no. <laughs> <laughs> he was in Oklahoma though. Wait wait, wait so so we're, Matt thoughts yeah. thoughts on uh, thoughts on him being still working out still still probably going through techniques and things yeah. as opposed to being at OTAs with this new team. I mean, or, or just or Harding just the voluntary in general. Well. Know. I mean, I kind of wish it wasn't voluntary at all, but you I mean, know, it's voluntary. And, but when you're a veteran, I think voluntary oh, yeah. should be removed and you should be there. But yeah. I don't know. I mean, well, he's just supposed to be a captain, captain of the team. team leader. Is he, is he still captain of the team? Because he yeah. smoked his way out of that. Yeah, <laughs> from the best of my knowledge, yeah, he's still okay. he's still captain. He hasn't smoked that C yet. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, yeah, but that's back to exactly what you're saying is that, well, dude, you're you're testing positive for marijuana. You're you're not showing up at OTAs. Like, what are you doing? Where where are you leading there? I just think that, like, the idea is that you have, you know, we're hearing these, these stories come out about, like, Cousins and, and Pryor, their connection, and, and really building up a camaraderie. And, and I feel like as the starting left tackle and the captain of the team and, like, these all these new guys coming in, you, you want to set an example and get to know them. And these are the times when I think you're probably going to be able to do that. I'm not saying you can't do it later. And I can't Look, you can plug him in and he can play very well and he's going to play at a Pro Bowl level, at all-pro level. We get that, right? But it's like... Can you show people who are still in the team? Can you, you know? Well, so this is actually the year, especially because you're in the team, right? And I'm sure they sent out uh, literature or whatnot and talked to especially the veterans, the guys that, you know, like Trent Williams, the captains, uh, about what they're going to do in this season. And if you've been paying attention, like the big thing that they've done at OTAs is have vets show the young guys all the fundamentals they're going to need to learn. And, um, and the things that they're going to need to learn for the base of the offense. And I think I've never seen that from at least the Redskins. And I've seen it maybe from one or two other teams to do it structured that way. Mm-hmm. And so this is that's actually like the biggest argument you'd have for me as far as why he should be there. Because right. they've, 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 they've gone in a direction that says we want the vets here for OTAs to show the rookies the ropes. You know, John Gruden – uh, I'm sorry, Jay Gruden made a big uh, – um, a big to do about, um, you know, having the veterans there, and that this OTAs was specifically to get fundamentals down. Well, exactly. He's out there training Oklahoma kids, not training our kids. He should be training <laughs> our rookies, not them. Well, I mean, not that we have a lot of new offensive linemen on board either, but um, you know, still, you'd like to have that that voice in the room. He is a team leader. You know, whether or not he smoked it away. Um, he is someone that the guys listen to in the locker room and, uh, and you'd like to have that there. You'd like to have, you know, that building that team bond, especially with, uh, with a lot of the newbies we got. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. I just, I mean, like I, I, you know, I was checking out his tweet and it seemed like he was really about like trying to, trying to, you know, connect to his old school. And I like the idea of guys going back home to where they, they trained at and learning new things and picking up new skills and working out with their personal trainer. And You had four months, dude. If you're a veteran and you, you come in and you want to, I'm going to continue my thought, and you're a veteran, <laughs> you come in and you want to, you know, work out and, and get some new skills and ability, I'm, I'm for that. And to your point, you have four months and maybe there's a time to do that sooner. Although let's be honest about this college too. They were also off in a way too. They weren't playing as well. So now things in full swing for them ahead of us actually. So there is that he couldn't work out. He wouldn't, you know, and I like the idea of you being a leader and going back to your school and doing this. I think it's, I think it's great. I like to see that it's a great leadership skill. 
my question is right now is is it help, more helpful for him to be with the Redskins, building up camaraderie with the team and learning whatever they're learning? Is it more <laughs> important for him to be there or to does it not matter? And the other thing that like I'd like to know in these we never get to find out is like how well sometimes we do how early in advance did he have this plan? Was it something you talked to the team about? You know, because again, all that stuff is like all the reports I'm hearing. Uh, he's communicating with the team. Yeah, he's, so, he's been talking to the team the whole time, saying, "Hey, I want to do this. this. Is something I'm going to do? So I'm not going to be there." You know, so he's communicating with them. I, I almost wonder is Trent some way setting up for life after football in the respects of like getting in with Oklahoma now, helping out with that. Then, you know, after football's over, he's got a career as a coach, maybe. Especially since Stoops is gone. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, they got he wrote some a pretty good letter. He wrote a pretty good letter about, uh, to, to Bob Stoops too, about like, and you know, his coaching and saying he's thinking he's going to see some, see him somewhere else. And, and he clearly made an impact on Trent Williams. And, and that was nice to kind of read that. And you could see that like Trent was being really like, I mean, he's just, no, nothing about this was bad. These aren't were, no. either way. There's not a bad thing happening right, right now. He's doing something good, and he is. You know, I, I sent a little message to him, being like, "Hey, maybe you could, you know, see which one of these guys we want to have on the team. Like, you yeah. know, you're coaching them up right now. Maybe talk to the scouts, being like, check this guy. I don't know. I've but, usually defended guys on this, and let's let Chief Matt uh, Margallo get it. Uh, I, I, the only thing I really wanted to add is on Thursday. Uh, Kevin Bowen, the tackle who was filling in for Trent, actually was injured right. during during OTAs. So, mm. you know, there's there there might be the thought of just like keeping that guy from just healthy too. You know, maybe he's just like I don't want to be involved in that. <laughs> if it's if it's not mandatory, maybe just be off the field and just stay healthy. And so maybe they're need- like, hey, that's the same thing with Jordan Reed. We're all terribly afraid of Jordan Reed. <laughs> You know, yeah. tripping and hurting something. The, so the that could be another thing. The difference is we 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 know what activities he's doing with the Redskins. We don't know what the hell he's doing over there in Oklahoma. I don't know. He might be getting himself hurt. You hear guys all the time like I don't know where you're doing. I don't it could know where be uh, riding on a motorcycle like Ben Roethlisberger. Now that being <laughs> said, what you brought up there is a good point. I do like the idea that guys are filling in for him a starting left tackle position. He mm. knows the position. He knows the whole line. Other guys don't. Yeah. Let's get them in there, and maybe they're going to pick up some stuff. That if something Especially were to happen, season? with the with the ones and the and the twos yeah. that they wouldn't mm-hmm, normally man. be. That said, we do have Ty and Seke, and he's pretty awesome. Who that's did not true. take part in Team Girls? He had a Whoa? yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think he might have just been sitting out. Yeah, like he that, was uh, like. team decision. I think it was. Oh, okay, so it's so, not like it was something. Nothing with that. It's it is. Like, it is yeah. nice to know that you know you have someone like Ty who filled in last year and just did such a great job in, in Trent's presence. But oh, Ty starts on thirty-one NFL teams, or yeah. maybe okay twenty. <laughs> Eight. Well, he's not going to start over, you know, five years. He can play right. He can play right, right tackle. Though. Though. Yeah, yeah I guess better. that's the question: is that, yeah. does he? Is, is there a place for him to start on these two? No. Mm. no, unless you want to move him left guard. But that's a large left guard, and that makes it difficult for Kirk to see over the top and yada yada. Yeah, yada. something to run through there. All right. So, so where, where, what, what are we with Trent? Where you're like, we're well, we're annoyed about the Odell thing. Like, first of all, of the two stories I hear that came out, I'm cool with him being in college, doing whatever he wants to do. Right. I am not cool with Odell Beckham. Yeah, you spend the time away from the team. Don't talk to him. Uh, if, he, if, 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 if he was my son, and this is back in the day, and he came home, and I'm like, I heard you hanging out with the Odell Beckham kid. He's trouble. He hangs out with a lot of boys. He does a lot of weird things, and we're not really sure. I'm fine with it. Not anything wrong with that. I just don't know if he's the right guy for you to be hanging out with. Trent. You could just show him a picture of Adrian Peterson and say, "I this could be your dad." <laughs> but it's not. No, it should be. <laughs> I had wow. a, one of my remember my favorite fantasy name that I had in the past couple of years was uh, Adrian Beatison. Oh, that's good. Rolls off the tongue. Yeah, Adrian Beatison. 
Who who's doing very well? In, he's uh, doing very well over in uh, New Orleans. New Orleans. So. Now he's been sainted. Apparently, he was, he is, that, is that is that not someone we could have looked at picking up? I this, wanted to look at him. I wanted uh, to look at him. Well, I mean, you, <laughs> you can't tell me there's no value in Asian piece, and I don't care who you are. Oh no, well, there, totally, is. there it's is. What price? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's price. What price? Especially when we're staring down a hundred thirty million dollar contract. And they needed Kirk more. Yeah. The New Orleans did need to have a guy. We don't really need. Yeah. An Asian no, I think the fact that because I think we were willing, but I think the fact. Well, maybe there were some other reasons too, so let's not discredit those. Uh, but but I re- I think mainly the fact that we didn't try to trade up and get McCaffrey or or Fournette or or do anything with Cook when he was available is because they just really don't want to dis- disturb what they got there. I think they like Rob Kelly. I think they're cool with bringing a guy in who can compete with him for touches that gives you that backup role as well. And then you got Chris Thompson. You mean yeah. a situation similar to when when they brought Matt Jones up and it kind of fucked with like Alfred Morris's kind of you bring thing, you bring AP in guy. first yeah, of all yeah. everyone's assuming he's a starter he's a starter right, right. he's a starter right he's a starter yeah, but absolutely. then you know now Rob Kelly's answering questions of you know how do you like being a backup role now and da 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 da, da and like you know everyone else has to talk about that and why bring that in if you don't have to well um, I mean there's that side of it too it's like if you tell me you bring the agent piece in and those guys don't pick up things from him. Then that's, that's true. true. That's well, on them, not him. Yeah. Like, like I was He's a wonderful player. You Jamal Charles. Have. I was like, I was actually more on the Jamal Charles idea because Agreed. he doesn't have the off the field baggage. He actually has great off the field baggage. Like his stuff is like, you know, he's like donated Special Olympics. Really, a, a pretty good guy who had a couple injuries and what was at the top of his game when he did. <laughs> a couple injuries is putting in light. <laughs> <laughs> a couple injuries. Yeah, yeah. It is, I'm, I'm going to put it as yeah. it is because this is 2017. People heal from all kinds of things. Right, right, it, right. So I say yes, a couple I injuries. Mean, Minor. Like Adrian Pearson. You can oh. call whatever injury you want. Every injury right now for the most part, unless you like somehow fuck with your spine, is I'm, minor. Oh, I will say AP blew out the same knee t- like what, two, twice or three mm-hmm. times. Uh, Charles has gone through both knees and you pull from the other knee to get the uh, the repair on the other knee. If so, having both blown, they say, is usually really bad. You usually lose a lot of speed. You never know until you try them out and whatnot, kick I mean, the tires. But he told the Chiefs he's willing to take a little bit less money to play over there, and they were like, "No, no, we're good." Mm. Now the thing about it is, they found two great running backs in his absence. Yeah, the right. Chiefs were fine. They did not have a running. I, I drafted both those guys in fantasy. They didn't have a problem. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the other thing though too is. Samaj P. Ryan is is a damn good running Sammy back. Sammy J. Perrine. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about that for a second. <laughs> Sam P. Yeah, Sam, <laughs> Sammy P. There Sammy we go. P. Sammy P. <laughs> That's, we're going to call Sammy, him that for Sammy now. P? Sammy, Sammy P. P. Sammy P. and the running backs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If he gets a starting thing, that's, that's his the new thing. funk. Yeah, Sammy, funk, uh, hybrid, Sammy P hybrid. and the running backs. <laughs> I'm also still hoping we'll just call for him the P-funk. Uh, yeah. Keith, Keith Marshall to some point make a resurrection as well. I mean, uh, yeah. same thing. You know, Doxon didn't play last year. Keith Marshall didn't play last year because of injury. Can both these guys come back and be something? Chief, look this up. I, I can't remember who, if it was, it might have been uh, another coach, but someone asked someone about Keith Marshall and his speed, and, and they said, the direct quote was, um, yeah, it's nice that he's fast, but can you read holes? Does he have vision? Ooh. <laughs> so that's the thing they're going to be working on. Um, I, right now he's off the depth chart. Yeah. So um, he's got a lot of work to do. But um, Nobody knew who Rob Kelly was either this hey, time last year. Hey. So It's the NFL every year. It's yeah. a constant, constant cycle of the same thing where we're like, 
we, we critique things, we look at things, we make speculations, we predict things, and then we're like, oh, this guy came out of nowhere. Oh my God, now he's a star. It's literally the same thing. It's like every single year. There's going to be, it's it's the players. It's up to them to like decide whether or not they're going to be a star. Or not. Truth be told, a lot of that is because, you know, um, NFL pundit A is so focused on what they're trying to focus on for the mainstream portion. So they don't really delve into everybody individually. Um, so they might be dealing with the top five or six teams. Um, and I know they're really good at their jobs, but they just don't get to watch that much football unless they're specifically doing that. And the only people I trust for that really are PFF um, because they have a team of people looking at every team and trying to get everything as objective as possible. So, you know, just generally people, when, when people come out of nowhere, you, you can look. One of the things I like to do is I, because I like the kick in the face, is I go um, to other teams' message boards just to kind of see what they feel about some of their scraps. You know, if they become available, and we are we going to pick them up? Um, you know, who's who's the name to look for fantasy football? You know, um, to pick up off the waiver wire eventually, things like that. So you know, I try to keep tabs on that stuff. I'm not going to. I work for a living, so I'm not going to say I'm anywhere near like to an NFL analyst level on that. But when people come out of nowhere, that's you kind of had an idea, especially a lot of people in the know. Right. Um, it's just the big pundits don't know. Um, and I, I think for us, like Samaj P. Ryan, um, we're going to have guys like uh, Galette's going to come out of nowhere for a lot of people. That's I, I'm, I'm loving the potential of that just to see people like constantly week to week go like, well, don't jinx us here. He, he hasn't he hasn't played a game yet. Yeah, right. so. I, he, he talks a great game on, on Twitter. Oh, though. he sure does. He's, yeah, man. <laughs> he <laughs> talks the game on Twitter. He He's very much like. You know, he 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 he's one of those guys where he's like he will always kind of talk crap, and and you can see like he's like I realize I can't back it up right now, I'm still going to talk it, and you'll have to turn around and see what I do, and that's just like what he does, and I, I I'm hoping he brings it, I'm hoping he brings. Did something happen right there? Sorry. Oh no, is that it? <laughs> like was that me? Yeah, uh, I'm hoping he brings it. I'm hoping he brings it. I hope he backs it up, and I hope that well, I got a quote here I think from him where he was. Uh, he was talking about how basically people are questioning his ability and he hasn't played in two years and he hasn't you know done anything. He's like, but but when I do, I'm going to enjoy looking at your faces and, and seeing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, look, I'm like, I hope you do. I really do hope, I hope you do. I hope you bring it. I hope that everyone's surprised and they're like, the rest of them got to steal and thank God they held on for him for two years and blah, 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 blah. I hope that happens. And the, the thing is, get through training camp, get on the field, and yes, I absolutely think he'll show out. You know, yeah. I, I don't know it, he's going to be like. There, there's got to be a reason they kept him on these two years, especially after the second Achilles injury. They 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 sure. must see something in him that. Well, one of them was the feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like one they felt yeah, bad. Maybe. Well, also he was he was taking <laughs> that minimum. Oh, here it is. Well, I got, no, hold on. He, I got the. Uh, he got paid by the Saints, even though you right. know. So yeah. he got a lot of money. Uh, here it is. Okay, so uh, Junior Gallette, Um This is his Twitter. Uh, here we go. Y'all have every right to doubt me. Two Achilles ain't play in two seasons. I'm not upset at all, but I can't wait to see the look on your faces. Yes. I, I first of all, Hail. corrected a lot of the grammar on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and not even that well, but I just didn't want to read it the way he wrote it because it just felt like... It's more for reading Yeah, silently to yourself. Yeah, this is not a... This is not... Did you See, try to do it in his voice? No, I don't want to even do that. I don't want to. <laughs> he talks that way. That's cool. I'm not going to knock the way he talks, but I'm not going to read that way. Uh, yeah. So, I don't know, man. 
He better bring it too, because he's not shutting up on here. So. Well, he's, he's got a lot to prove. He believes in himself. I like that. There's a lot of guys on our team have a lot to prove this year. Mm-hmm. Preston's got something to prove. Josh Dotson's got something to prove. Terrell Pryor's got something to prove. Kirk Cousins has something to prove. DJ Swearinger. Josh Norman has something to prove. DJ Swearinger has something to prove. Sharp Breeland yeah. has something to prove. Rob Kelly has something to prove. Uh, Matter of fact, has something to prove. The entire team, really. I mean, yeah, it's just a miss. Because really, really even really people really who is. don't have a specific thing, like the media, is just on our case right now. So, just, trying, just trying to have something to prove. Yeah, he needs to prove that he's smarter about when he smokes weed and, and his drug testing. <laughs> he he but, needs to prove yeah. that he shouldn't give us another reason to put him at left guard. <laughs> there you go. Hey, he, he performed well. He did, yeah. amazingly. <laughs> well, what I was thinking about, uh, kind of weird, popped in my head the other day. I have no idea how where these random thoughts come from. Oh, jeez, I know where they come from. Uh, <laughs> it's called alcohol. Well, that too. Is... Uh, Hot, hot hookups. Um, I was thinking about some of the, you know, because we had it again last year with Quentin Dunbar and Eli Manning is really starting to become a thing. Uh, I mean, where like, you've, you've seen, you know, the kind of like shadowing each other. Exactly. See them, yeah. Maybe we'll see them in a basketball game together. Because yeah. it seems like Quentin Dunbar does not show up unless he's playing Eli Manning. And then all of a sudden he's the best corner out there. He definitely gets the baby eyes from him. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, droopy eyes. There you go. Eli Manning has droopy eyes. You, you yeah. said baby eyes. Baby eyes. He looks like he's a little slow. It's the droopy eyes. I've heard it yeah. either way. Yours yeah, is probably better. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it, mild, uh, mild, um, uh, kind of, it's like a slight down syndrome in <laughs> Eli's face. What is it? Like a Cro Magnony? Cro Magnony. There you go. It is. It's very like. <laughs> It's like, it's like, I have made touchdown. He's like live action Bert from Bert and Ernie. You know, he's like got that kind of face. Um, But yeah, yeah. yeah, You love that one. You're totally right. Uh, Yeah, Dunbar, man, he does. It's like, it's like he doesn't go on a lot of dates, but when Eli's in town, he is ready to play. And he's like, I got you, Eli. I'll catch whatever you throw at me. Oh, man. Oh, man. You know, but it. The way he is with Eli kind of reminds me, and it's sad, and you know that his boyfriend's gone now. Is D'Angelo Hall and uh, Jay Cutler? That was one of my favorite hookups. They had, one time they were just getting at it, you know, like time. It was like, like boom, like four times. You four, just, yeah. It, it boom, was boom, 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 boom. Weren't like two like, of them returned for touchdown as well? Uh, one definitely was because uh, Showboat himself uh, went down on his knees with his arms in the air. It's like it's sort of like. Praise me! I have intercepted Jay Cutler four times. You think uh, you think D'Angelo's sad now that Jay's out of the league? I think so because, and this is this is one thing that I really like enjoyed about Jay was that even after they had clearly like displayed their affection on the field for everyone to see, he went and he said, "You know what? I'll still throw at him. I don't care." And they were like, "Urinated," and he's like, "I also don't care about that." <laughs> he did not back down. He's like. So what do you what do you think about uh, D'Angelo Hall picking you off four times? You think it's you, you think you would change your strategy up? You play him again next time? I don't care. I throw at him again. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> Whatever. There you go. He's also the guy smoking a cigarette on the sideline. Yeah. You know, the only player out there doing that. <laughs> smoking Jay Cutler. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's a great hiccup. That's one of my, that's one of my favorites. I, I think that D Hall's gonna be sad, but you know he's coming to the end of his 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 uh, career, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he got into the booth as well and maybe had a point where he, you know, hooked up again with Jay Cutler. Yeah. Doing know. commentary together? Yeah, yeah, catching, you nice. know. Well, yeah. we're going to bring back that Trent Williams and Richard Sherman uh, love affair there. Yeah. That's, that's going to be bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, they got a little handsy. They got a little handsy <laughs> off the field. That's a little, uh, little, just hand stuff. Tina and Ike right there? Tina and Ike? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but like the good years. <laughs> of the, uh, my, one of mine that I, we talked about was, uh, is, uh, 
Ryan Kerrigan and uh, any QB from the NFC East, whenever he sees them, he's just a hugger. He gets after it. Huh. He's an attacker. He comes in there like full force. And you can tell he's definitely like he's the dominant one. I don't want to be. I don't want to <laughs> say who plays what position in this scenario, but Ryan Kerrigan is the. Well, and then the, he throws in that uh, you know sweet chin music, uh, the hard stop, little sexy boy action. Sure. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like this. I like this hot hookup section. Man. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a fun thing. A buddy, one we got coming on is Sua Cravens and Eli Manning. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's that's yeah. Uh, he's yeah. stealing his man. And Eli tried to find him. He was like, "Where are you at?" <laughs> they had like a love triangle going on. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely there. And the thing is, Eli's not aware of a lot of this. People have to tell him later on what happened. And he's like, "Oh well, I guess I, I guess I did try to you know flirt with him a little bit." I was like, "You lost the game because of that." Just don't tell OJ. I mean Anderson. Anderson. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't tell. <laughs> Anderson. Uh, yeah, man. What else we got? We got any other like hookups that you can think of that like are our team? I mean, I, I'm oh. hoping. I'm hoping one of mine that I'd like. To, I'd like Breland and maybe like, I think Breland and, and Dakota the Rain. Bre- Breland, Breland and the football. No, Breland and Dakota <laughs> Rain. Breland and Dakota Rain could be a really good hookup because you could tell that Dakota's got eyes for somebody on our team, and I think Breland's kind of be. Oh, sorry, I keep saying Dakota. I hope people are aware that Dakota Rain is Dak Prescott's first name. Dakota Rain Prescott, not Dak Prescott. Yeah. We should only refer to him as Dakota Rain, just so everyone's cleared. His name is Dakota Rain Prescott. Dakota Rain, is he a... Uh, Sounds like a country song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like a porn star or a horse. <laughs> it could be... <laughs> it could be <laughs>